All right. Father God, we just thank you right now for this morning. I thank you for the marriage call. I thank you for the concept, the technology. Uh, every good and gift comes every good and perfect gift comes from you. And Lord, we just thank you for the gift of technology and conference calling that and smartphones and all of those things that would help uh, us come together and to strengthen each other in marriage and in our personal uh, walk with you. And so, Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord. Oh, God, thank you for healing marriages. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, God. I'm so grateful that you've given us a weapon, a tool, and we don't have to just sit back and watch the devil disintegrate homes and families and marriages and kill destinies. But, the Lord, we can attack this thing, and we can win with your word. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And we honor you today. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor for what you're doing, God. Father, all credit goes to you, and we just... We love you today, and we bless you today, God. And we just, we want to minister to you, God. We want to minister to you uh, with our marriage. We want to worship you through our marriage, God. We want to honor you and be a reflection of you in the earth uh, with our marriage, with our marital relationship, that those who don't know you in the world will look at us, will look at our marriage, will look at our homes and become thirsty. We're salt, but they'll become thirsty and hungry for what we have in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Somebody recap us. What's our theme scripture? Our theme scripture. Second Corinthians. Yeah. Four. Four. Say it again. Second Corinthians 10 and 4. Second Corinthians. Turn, turn in your Bibles. Second Corinthians ten and four. Second Corinthians ten and four. Somebody recap us. I think Courtney did it last week. Can anybody else recap us? How much you think it's gonna be? What have we been talking yeah. about? Second Corinthians ten and four. The weapons we fight are not weapons of the world. On its contrary, they have divine power and demolish strongholds. So basically, we've been talking about good strongholds and bad strongholds. Last week, we were talking about uh, why spouse are tripping part five, and basically the basic topic was two becoming one. And um, this is what the devil don't want us to do: is to be our marriage couples to become one because this is the only thing. God says two can become one in the Bible. So that was very, very strong. Pastor talked about demonic strongholds. Uh, they were demons themselves. He talked about he talked about vain imaginations. Devil make things good. No, devil make things bad even when they're good. And he, they make things bad even when they're bad, meaning that there's no good in Satan. So no matter what the situation is, he's going to make it bad. And we have to be able to realize that when 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 we're dealing with the devil. So that that's that's good. (laughs) You can keep on, brother. You got you got something else to say? 
And he also talked. He also talked about how the world and sitcoms are taking over, telling us how we need to run our marriage versus listening to the word. So, one of them was um, like the House of Pain, like how the wife is smarter and the, and the husband is dumb. You know, how about the husband be smarter and the and the wife? You know, and I won't say dumb, but you know, not as smart as the husband. So instead of looking at that as um, our focus point, we need to you know. Get in the word, dig deep into the word, and do it the way the word says. So that's a, that's what we went over. Amen. 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 And, and look here. How about how about uh, both the wife and the husband had a mind of Christ, and uh, we are because I would tell you, I I'm, I tell my wife all the time, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. She she probably is smarter than me. Uh, in a lot of areas, but when we get the mind of Christ and we live by the Holy Spirit, man, I'm telling you, you cannot lose with that. You cannot lose with that. I wanna, I wanna, um, I, I think we may be able to finish this out today. I wanna reiterate some things. Uh, one of the things that Courtney said that was strong that we said last week. You gotta realize that the married covenant is the strongest covenant on earth. It is the strongest covenant on earth between two people. The marriage covenant. Um, there are contracts that you make with companies and businesses. Um, you make covenant um, with uh, credit card companies, and you promise to pay and. Um, all of these things, certain uh, organizations that you have to take an oath uh, to become a doctor, the Hippocratic Oath, um, and you, you're basically making a covenant um, to become a part of the armed forces, to become a, a part of, uh, let's say, um, a police officer, a peace officer, or anything like that, any civil service, um, there's a covenant that you must partake in. Yet there's no stronger covenant than the marital covenant. As a matter of fact, it was the first covenant established by God on earth between two human beings was the marriage covenant. So nothing should be able to come between that. Many times uh, couples have children, and children come between the married covenant. Well, children weren't first. The marriage was first. Uh, sometimes mothers try to make the covenant and the bond between them and their daughter or their child stronger. Uh, and, and there's a temptation to do that because, of course, your daughter is more like you than your husband. It's the same sex. And if you have the same personality, you have more in common. However, be be wary of that because um, that girl, that daughter's going to grow up. She's going to meet a man. She's going to get married or something, leave the house. And then there you are stuck with this marriage that you have broken um, because – you were too close to your daughter or, you know, the father's, you know, too close to their sons. No, 
Nothing comes between this covenant. Um, it was established also as a blood covenant, which typically in this day and age never comes into play in America, but God gives a woman uh, something called a hymen. I don't even hear people talking about it anymore. I hardly ever hear doctors or Dr. Oz or, I mean, you know, you got all these medical people. They never talk about the hymen. Well, because the hymen is usually destroyed by the time somebody's 13, 14, because they're having sex as teenagers. But in the marital covenant, that was supposed to be a blood covenant. Blood was supposed to be a part of it. Uh, how many of y'all know, no matter what we did before the cross and all of those things, uh, that the blood of Jesus can seal our marriage, even if there was a Muhammad to break on the wedding night. So it's a blood covenant. Nothing is stronger than that. That covenant is stronger than oak. Uh, and that's why I don't care if the person is saved or unsaved. When that marital covenant is broken, I mean, it hurts. I, we walk people through this. So many times over the years, and 23 years of um, 22 years of marriage, and over 35 years of ministry, I've walked people through marital pain, and there is no pain like marital pain, like separation, like divorce, like somebody cheating, or or you know infidelity, adultery. Uh, there's no pain like that, and it's. The reason is because there's no covenant like this. On the, I mean, what else have you become a part of that you said, okay, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, <laughs> in sickness and in health, till death does us part. Not, there's no other. There's nothing else that you would do with that type of commitment. So marriage. Is uh, it's the strongest covenant on earth, uh, and you may have never thought that, you may have never even heard that before, but it is, it is, it is. Um, of course, we have a stronger covenant than marriage between us and God, um, and of course through salvation. That you know, even when a spouse messes up and all those things, that God is still there. But on earth, between two human beings, there is no greater covenant. There is no greater commitment. So we've been talking about what to do when your spouse is tripping. I guess this is part six. Um, so the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Now I'm going to point something out. And... Uh, if you're on the line, I would advise everybody, if you can get to our website, there's a message I preach called Warfare at the Edge of Breakthrough. It's probably one of the best messages I've ever preached. I heard it for the first time after months uh, last week, and I said, who was that preaching? It definitely wasn't me. It wasn't coming from me. It was, uh, I mean, that, that whole message all the way through was an inspired message by the Holy Spirit. One of the things that I point out in that message is that many Christians don't like to think of themselves being at war. When me and my wife first got married, uh, this was years ago, 
And uh, I don't know if I've ever shared this on this line. I know we we share it all the time. But years ago, I think it, it must have been within the first three years or four years of our marriage, I had a vision. I was praying. I had a vision. And in this vision, I saw demonic spirits. Um, but I didn't see them as grotesque as, you know, many people see them sometimes. I saw them with their faces, but they were kind of dressed up professionally, in suits and ties. And they were in a, uh, a boardroom. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a boardroom table. It's very long. And um, chairs on both sides and chairs on both ends. And as it were, it looked like a head demon walked in, whoever was in charge of this meeting. I won't say it was Satan himself, but it was it was a high-ranking devil. And he walked in, and he had a bunch of files, a bunch of, uh, bunch of files, uh, like a an attorney would have briefs and 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 files uh, on his different cases. And so <laughs> he had a um, briefcase and it was full of files. And then they uh, it seemed like they were going over different files. And so at the point of division. They pulled a file, and it had the Longs on it, my family, my last name, the Longs. And they opened the file up and said, okay, what are we going to do about, about this family right here? And they started creating strategies for destroying me, my wife, my family, my ministry, my marriage, uh, how they would do it, what tactics they would use. And it, and it was very interesting. And, of course, I'm paying close attention because I feel like something that maybe I, I, you know, I wouldn't have never known unless God had showed it to me and revealed it. So they start going through um, with all of these different things, all these different tactics that they were going to use to destroy us and to destroy our marriage. And I was like, wow. Well, as soon as I woke up, I, I wrote all of these things down, and uh, I gave them to my wife. And I think we had just had an argument or something uh, the day before or something like that. And um, so I showed it to my wife. I said, this is what the Lord showed me in this vision. These devils, they were all around this table. And they got a, they had a file with our name on it. And, and they were they were plotting against us and planning against us and said that they were going to do this and they were going to do that and they were going to do this. And um, and I wrote it out now. And uh, I don't know exactly where that is or if she still has it. But over the years, over the years, and, and this year we were, it will be 23 years of marriage, amen, 
22 years of marriage, uh, going on a 23rd year. And 23 years of marriage, every single thing that I saw in that file has been tried by the enemy. But we were ready because, number one, we were already aware that we were in a fight. You cannot win a fight that you don't know that you're in. You cannot defeat an enemy that you don't know you have. And so the Bible says the weapons of our warfare, hey, what do we need weapons for? Well, because you're in a war. <laughs> you're in a war. I, I, if you, when you get married, and I'm telling you, uh, we've talked about this so often, that couples live together for 10 years, and it's just great. And then they say, wait, what about this? Just go ahead and get married. It ain't nothing but a piece of paper. They get married, all hell breaks loose. What's the difference? Uh, 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 a day ago, we were just living together. Now, a day later, we're, we're married with a piece of paper. Nothing has really changed. When you get married, you strike covenant with another human being on this earth, the strongest covenant on earth, as well as a covenant with God. See, that's who that... That's who that pastor is or that preacher is, that magistrate or whoever it is. When they pronounce you, they represent God. Well, we got married at the courthouse. God said, I'm ordained all authority. So if he has the authority to do it, if the state is giving him authority to do it, he represents God. And when he joins you together, it's God joining you together. And so there's a covenant that you strike. And as soon as you strike a covenant, holy covenant, you become an enemy of the of the devil. He becomes your enemy. And so now it's his job to destroy you. What does the devil come to do? John 10, 10, there's no mystery about what he comes to do. That's what he's been doing from the beginning. He comes to steal to kill, and to destroy. Y'all, if you are on this married line this morning, you've got to understand that the devil hates you. He hates your marriage, and he wants to destroy you. And he's an intelligent enemy. He has studied you for years. He studied your spouse. He knows what y'all like. He knows what you do when you argue. He knows what you do when you get mad. He knows what you do when you go a long periods without sex. He knows what your spouse does when they go long periods without sex. He knows what kind of person they like. He knows what kind of person to turn you into that you, that they're not gonna like. And and he's got strategies. See, he's got strategies. And y'all, he has a plan. <laughs> As in my man, the ten point plan to destroy you. You got to get hip to the plan. What's going to help you get hip? Number one, the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, which are not fleshly. They are not fleshly. They are not carnal. But they're mighty. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now, it's funny that he says strongholds first. Strongholds are the artillery that protect wrong, erroneous thinking. We've told you this before, and we're going to say it again briefly. The devil has studied you for a very long time. A stronghold is an entrenched place, a fortified place. He would take 
or no, he would take as long as he needs to to set up certain places in your mind. Strategic. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, with, with, a, with a woman, strategic. Start way back when they're three and four, causing them to distrust men. He's building it brick by brick. Daddy, be mama. That's five bricks. I don't trust men. And then he walked out on them. That's another five bricks. That's ten bricks now. I don't trust men. Never played child support. That's another five bricks. Now it's 15. I don't trust men. Mama gets a new boyfriend. He gets drunk. Come to the little girl bedroom. Start messing with her. Molestation. That's 20 bricks. I don't trust men. The age of 13. Start going out with a guy. Falls in love. He wants to move further. And she does physically. She says stop. Now she goes to daybreak. That's another 20 bricks. I don't trust men. See how this works. Over and over and over. Let down. Let down by men. Abused by men. Molested by men. So now she's 25. She's met Prince Charlie. They're going down the aisle. They're getting married. Now, what has happened to that stronghold that I don't trust men? Absolutely nothing. It's still there. <laughs> it's still there. If she hasn't dealt with it, it's there. When she got born again, it's still there. She got baptized in water, it's still there. She got filled with the Holy Ghost. If she has not dealt with it, it's still there. And the wedding is beautiful. And everybody, all the flowers, they're pretty. And all the colors are matching. And the reception hall is already ready. And the cake is it's so delicious and it's beautiful. And it's all perfect. But, man, that stronghold is still right there. It's still there. And the devil is sitting on the side of the wedding, smiling, knowing it's only a matter of time. Because he's already done his job. He's built that stronghold in. Built it since she was three years old, started building it. It's an entrenched place. That's what a stronghold is. It's strong. What's the first word in it? It's strong. And ain't nobody coming through there tearing that down. I don't care how much she love that dude. I don't care how much uh, uh, he, he's the man of her dreams. She still ain't going to trust him in certain areas. So they hit a wall in the marriage. This, that, and the third, well, you did this, you did. No, it's not. It's that strong wall. I don't trust men. <laughs> That's what it all is. <laughs> and if you argue long enough and honest enough, you would get to those strongholds. It, they, I'm telling you, it may take you two hours when you're talking, but you get to that wall to where that person say, you know what it really is? You know what it really is? And they start going back, 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 back. My daddy, whenever a woman say, my daddy, or whenever a man say, my mama, you're dealing with a stronghold. 
It had nothing to do with you. Whenever that person goes to, because see, and I'm going to tell you why I don't trust these nurses. When I was growing up, they dealing with a stronghold. Because when I was growing up, I ain't got nothing to do with it right now. You're dealing with a stronghold. So, the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or weak. That's another word, weak. Carnal, carnality is weak. And we talked about some of that worldly wisdom stuff that people tell you. Dude, if I was you, I'd act like I was going to hit her and see what she do. Yeah. Go ahead and act like you going to hit her and get shot. <laughs> That's carnal. That's dumb. Okay, it's weak. All right, so the weapons of our warfare is not carnal. <laughs> That, that's just dumb, stupid stuff, okay? And and we've all, we've heard all of that all the wisdom on the street. You know, many of us have heard it for years, all that old dumb stuff that don't work. And the people telling you to do the stuff is single and divorced, separated right now, because that was the same, same stuff they did, okay? Mm-hmm. So the weapons of warfare are not carnal. They're not weak, but they're mighty. Through God to the pulling down strongholds. Once again, emphasis on strong. Strongholds are strong. They're entrenched. It's an entrenched place. It really is. And so, you know, the only way you're going to deal with strongholds is you're going to have to be patient. I'm talking about in your spouse. You have to be patient. You have to be prayerful. And sometimes you will identify the place before they will. And you, 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 I'm telling you, you better pray. Before you even go in there trying to talk about some strongholds, you better be prayed up, armed up, anointed up, whatever you want to say. <laughs> prayed in tongues, whatever you do. <laughs> Turn on your worship music. <clears throat> Because you going there for war, that's what you're talking about. You you have a war on your hands trying to dismantle those bricks. Hmm. And husbands, if you're dealing with wives or strong, man, you're gonna have to be gentle, you're gonna have to be patient, you're gonna have to be kind, because that wall gotta come down brick by brick. And if it is, I don't trust men, then it's a double whammy because she gotta trust you. To even start dismissing the thing, and the very thought that the the stronghold is protecting is that I don't trust you. So it, it, you know, it's 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 tricky. <laughs> it's tricky, man. And you you got to walk in some wisdom. You talking about a word fitly spoken on the proverbs? In the right time, in the right season, you know, women go through hormones, uh, certain times of the month, and all those things. You don't need to be trying to talk about those strongholds at the wrong time. Get yourself killed. <laughs> you better use some wisdom. Okay? Uh, same thing, women. You trying to help your husband? You know. Dismantle some stronghold and stuff. You better go in there wise because here's the thing: if you go in there wrong, 
he gonna resist you simply because he's gonna be trying to prove he the man. So you can't go in there like, you know, like you finna run him or ruin him or assert authority over him. Because he's going to resist that. He's going to resist that. And so um, it's tricky. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Uh, and so you, you've got you've to you've really pray for wisdom as you help your spouse uh, go through these things. But y'all, listen to this. Who else can help the spouse? That's what God gave. That's what God gave you to them and then to you for it. And so you can help each other through these areas. Who can actually see? I mean, nobody can see my mess like my wife. I mean, she's the closest person to me. So I got to just know, everybody on the line, you got to just know, there ain't nobody on this line without some stronghold, demonic strongholds, some some ungodly strongholds, whatever you want to call them. Ain't nobody on this line without them. I guarantee you that. Now, if, if, if you on the line, you ain't got nothing, you can hang up now because this call ain't for you. But I guarantee you, we all got them. And, and some of us, our spouse been trying to help us with them for years. Every time you get to an argument, when you're in an argument, and every time you get to a wall and you cannot go any further, I guarantee you, at some place, there's a stronghold. Okay? Casting down imaginations. We talked about that. Long imaginations. Can't go back over that. If you're on the line, go back and listen to the, the last two podcasts. We talked about that. Um, and every high thing. Every hard thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Every hard thing. Now, I want, to, I want to talk about that just for a second. Hard thing, what is it talking about? There's a term in the Bible, even the Old Testament, talked about the high thoughts, the high thoughts. Um, we talked about the zeitgeist, the spirit of the time. The hard thing. Um you know, we'll call it the hot thing or the end thing. Um, listen, casting down imaginations and every hot thing. Now, now, now I'm going to say something, and it may sound funny, but it's not. Uh, through, <laughs> uh, it's, it's unbelievable that I even have to say this stuff, and you guys know, will know what I'm talking about. Through the media, through television, through cable TV that Christians are paying for. So we're paying for the smut that's tempting us and pulling us away from God. That's basically what we're doing. Paying for our own bondages. I was talking about this um, Sunday. You know, it's like it was. It would be like a slave paying for his own chains to chain them. That's what we do with a lot of the media, because we're paying for it. But anyway, through a lot of these shows, and, and that's, you know, that's all those shows that are, are there to do. You know, Real Sex on HBO, it's to expose more people to perversion. So I cannot tell you now, it, mer- 
marital counseling now has to be a lot different than it was 50 years ago. Okay? Because the hot thing, <laughs> imagination is a hot thing. Every hot thing. The hot thing now is, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's even hard for me to say this. We, we were at a church not long ago, and one of the ladies who is a preacher's wife, is such a preacher, preacher's wife at the church, now, you're talking about no shame, and we're talking about we're not ashamed, serious, we're not ashamed of the church. You're talking about no shame. She hires a belly dancer for her husband's whatever, his party, his 50th, his 40th, whatever, birthday party. Got Christian there. She has a dancer to come dance for him. And then puts it on Facebook where all the church members can see it. I'm like, good God Almighty. The hot thing, the end thing, okay? For the ones who are welfare and not called over the mighty to God to pull out strong, casting down imagination, and every hot thing, the hot thought, the hot thing. So the hot thing now. It's all this stupid stuff. Uh, some movie me and my wife saw uh, months ago called Hall Pass, where the women out there is now, well, we give, you give your husband uh, one night a year to go out and do whatever he wants and don't, hold, don't judge him for it, the hot thing. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, give them one night a year to go out and get AIDS and get sexual transmitted diseases and bring them back to you. Yeah. Not alone the spirits, you know, spirits are transferred through sex, too. They bring it back to your house. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Uh, the hard thing now, um, well, you know, I just wanted to fulfill one of my husband's fantasies, and he always wanted to have a threesome. Oh, my gosh. I'm talking in marital counseling now. This is what you're dealing with. Christians. (laughs) Well, my husband wanted me to go to the strip club with him. Christians. The hot thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We were dealing with one couple. And they they came in and they said, Pastor, we're so relieved. I said, well, why? And he said, well, because the last Christian couple we were dealing with, they were in the um, swinging and, and 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 partner swapping. So when the person said it, of course, you know, you know, the hood in me go, bro, I, I saw her being had no ideas over here. But then, you know, as we got into a relationship, I, he was sincere about it. He was like, I'm not into that, you know, but it was weird. The hot thing. Where are people getting all of this this new sex stuff? Well, it's coming right into the television. Real sex, HBO, all these sex documentaries, and oh, just, you know, satellite radio. Satellite radio. We had, um, we had rented a vehicle. We had, uh, I don't know if it was XM series or something. But it had satellite radio. We have satellite radio on our van now, but we turned it off. And uh, so we were driving some from from one city to the other, and they had the the uh, they had Playboy radio and all this other radio. So, um, 
I think I I gone out to to get something for for everybody. So I turned it on to see what they talking about. I mean, how can you have like pornographic radio? You can't see anything or anything. But it's these talk shows that's just talking about just the craziest stuff. And and y'all, this stuff is going out into the world, and it's creating what's in the air. It's like a but. Christians are taking it in. So now we've got these high thoughts and high things that are exalting themselves against the knowledge of God. You know, come on. Don't even come asking me, is it okay for me to go with my husband to a strip club? You don't even answer to that. What is, but these thoughts are in Christians. They're rising up in, in, in competition with the word of God. Would it ever be okay for us to have a threesome? No! Are you, are you kidding me? No, never. Not, no. You can't do it. Uh, and, and this is what we're dealing with, man. I mean, it's just it's crazy. So, and that's just one area. I mean, I, I, I talked about the sex area because it, it's, it's something we can really identify with, and hopefully we can all agree that that's wrong. But in the financial area, in the raising of kids area, and I mean, all of this, hot things, hot thoughts that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. Well, you know, we just said we're just going to go ahead and put our daughter on birth control. She's ready to go to college. Are you serious? We're going to trust she's going to do the right thing. Trust that she's going to do the right thing after you've already made it very easy for her to do the wrong thing? How, no, I think exalt yourself against the mouth of God. Let's, let's test that against the scriptures. See, and, and when you put it against the scriptures, that's why it says it rises up against the mouth of God. It, I, I like what it says. It says it exalts itself against the mouth of God. Watch this. This is not something you don't already know. So you already know you have the knowledge of God, but yet you've got something that rise, that rose up against it. So it's, it's not like you've got to learn what's right and wrong. You already know what's wrong. But you got these thoughts rising up against the knowledge of God. And that's why we've got weapons that are carnal but are mighty. <laughs> Not only do they pull down strongholds, they cast down imagination, and they cast down high things. Y'all, listen to me. Now, I don't want you to beat yourself up if you've ever had any of those thoughts because um, because of the media and everything that we're exposed to now, we've been exposed to those thoughts. The initial thought of initial, when you initially see something like that, it plants a seed. And if you water that thought, it will grow. If you don't water that thought, it will die. Conference muted. So you've got to make sure that um, you got to make sure that you're not feeding erroneous thoughts. 
let me let me say this. By the time my son is married and, and, and stuff, I guarantee you there won't be a man in this generation that hasn't thought about a threesome. Okay? Um, just because and I, I talked to I talked to some college guys now and they're like, you know, a threesome is like an everyday occurrence on our campus. It's like that's you know, it's no big deal. So but when those thoughts come that exalt itself against the not, you already know it's wrong. Okay. You cannot feed those thoughts. All right. Uh, an older preacher pastor used to say this. He said, you can't stop birds from flying over your head, but you can stop them from making a nest in your hair. And what he meant was thoughts come and thoughts go. I mean, people have all kinds of thoughts. You know, sometimes you have weird dreams and stuff like that. <clears throat> okay. You, you can't stop thoughts from coming. <laughs> I'm sure I've had the thought to kill somebody at some point. Okay. You can't stop thoughts from coming. Okay. But you can... Uh, not water those thoughts. You can keep them from making a nest in your head, from growing, from germinating, and all that stuff. One of the things you're going to have to do is unplug from certain media outlets. One of the things you're going to have to do is probably, you know, unsubscribe to some channels on your cable TV and stuff like that. Um, because... You know, the more you see something, the more you hear it. Um, Madonna said years ago in, in a uh, video, she did a documentary called Truth to Death. And in that video, uh, this is the first time really in America that we've seen two women kissing and two women kissing and stuff like that. And in this, in this type of platform, I mean, she was well-known, pop icon and stuff. So they interviewed her about it, about it, and she said she was going. This, this was her part in the gay movement, and she said, "I'm going to continue to show this over and over." She said because the more people see things, the more they get used to it, the less afraid of it they are, the more accepting of it they are. So the more you watch things and you hear things, and over and over and over. It becomes more acceptable, even though it's against the word of God. And you know it's against the word of God. You know it is. You know, I tell people all the time, because that, that's the well, you think it's okay for me to go to strip club? Okay, the fact that you just asked me, why, why did you ask me that? You didn't ask me, do you think it's okay for me to make my husband a cup of coffee? The reason you asked. The question is because you already know that it's wrong. Okay, so this will be a good place to start. This will be a good place to start. So the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down the strongholds. We did two or three messages on strongholds. Go back and listen to them on the podcast or <clears throat> putting down every hot thing, casting down imaginations, and every hot thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Here's my question to you. 
Are there some hard things? Some hard things? Even men, you know, amongst men, you know. Uh, some of the stuff. Women, men can be disgusting when no women are around. I'll just tell you. Uh, for adultery, you know, to justify adultery, I, I hear men say, oh, man, every car needs a spare tire, stuff like that. That's a hard thought. That's a hard thing. No, you don't. But that, that justifies adultery. A woman on the side. That's what they're talking about. Do you have those hard things in your head, in your mind? Well, every woman, every 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 married woman needs a secret bank account. No, you don't. You never know what he's gonna do. No, you don't. That's a hard thing. It's a hard thought. Hard two gonna become one with with a secret bank account on the side. Somebody explain that to me. See, that's, that's knowledge against, that's knowledge against, against God. Okay. Man, I thought I was going to finish today, but, but, hey, we got one more in us. All right. Any questions? Any questions? Any comments? Yeah, Pastor, I got one. Uh, the same way, the same way that um, the devil can use media to uh, influence society, we can also so God's people can use media as well, right, to influence them for the kingdom of God. Amen, amen. And those of you guys who are sharing these podcasts, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Because y'all, we're gonna bring it straight. The world says straight, no chaser. We bringing it straight. We bringing it straight. There's no time for, you know, polite uh, messages and, you know, impotent lessons and all that. You know, you want to read and digest messages and uh, soup for the soul uh, uh, type stuff. You know, you can go, you can get that anywhere. If you want the truth about how to save your marriage, that's what we're going to talk about. And spread the podcast. Spread it. That's good. Anybody else? Anybody else? Sweetheart, are you on the line? Yes. My wife Okay. Closing comments and prayer. Everybody's quiet. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything to say I, this morning. Um, that was a good lesson. Um, one of the 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 best points to me that you made about uh, was the thoughts about thoughts coming. Um, I don't know. I remember a long time ago in my walk with the Lord, I um, used to condemn myself when I would uh, uh, have bad thoughts. And I can't remember if I talked to you about that or not. But um, I remember one day I was praying and asking God, um, to help me with my bad thoughts or whatever, with, with bad thoughts that I would have. Um, it was never necessarily 
sexual or anything like that, just thoughts that I did not want to have. And so he assured me that that every thought that I have is not my thought and that Satan comes and interjects thoughts in your head. And that was one of the most liberating things because um, I began to learn the difference between um, the devil's thoughts, my thoughts, and and the things that God uh, was speaking to me about. Um, you can't can't stop thoughts from coming. Sometimes Satan would directly inject thoughts, but it's what you do with the thoughts. And the ones that's not supposed to be there, we cast them down. Um, so that was very good. All right. Well, go ahead and pray for us. Okay. Father, I thank you for all of the... Um, couples that are on the line today, Lord, I thank you for um, all the, some might be on the line without their spouse, I thank you for those that are on the line that are married, Father, I thank you, Father God, um, that their homes are blessed, Father, your word says um, that you want us to prosper in every way, um, even as our soul prospers, and so God, we know that it is your will that we prosper, Um in our finances, we prosper um, in our souls as we grow in you, Father. We prosper um, in our everyday life with our spouses and our children, Lord. And so we thank you, Father God, that as this word is taught, Lord, that we would continue to apply it to our lives, Lord, that we would continue to uh, not deify the world but deify you, deify your word, casting down all of the things, all of the the uh, imaginations, the vain imaginations, um, tearing down all of the strongholds that the enemy has set house up in our minds, Lord, so that we can walk in the light of uh, of who you are, so that we can be the light that shineth on the hill, like a city that sitteth on the hill, so that we can be the light and salt in the earth, Father God, that you made us to be. And more important than anything, that we can have... Um, the awesome relationship with you that you created us to have. Um, Lord, we thank you. We love you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that your word goes out and it never returns void. And um, Lord, we apply that word to your life, Father God. We submit to you, Lord, and uh, we submit to your word. And we're doers of the word and not hearers only. We love you, God. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 God bless you guys. Um, I know it's, it's uh, quite a few people on the line. There's, there's some new people. Uh, you can go to our uh, our website, click on the match calls, and you can hear this message as well as other messages, uh, previous messages. Uh, invite somebody else to come up with you on next week and uh, share the marriage call. Don't be ashamed. I share the gospel of Jesus Christ, and and one of the points of the gospel is that uh, He sets the captives free, and um, and He can mend the brokenhearted. Uh, this is part of Jesus' message that, that He said, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me; is anointed to be to preach the gospel uh, to the brokenhearted and to to those that are." are uh, bruised and many times in marriage people are bruised and um, and so 
you know, all they need is a little, a little mending, a little strong word, an encouragement to stay in there. So we hope that that's what these calls have been to you. Um, there are some T-shirts that we're getting that will be available. Uh, we will put them on up on our site in our marriage section. You can go look, but it's just it's a black and white shirt, and it says, "I love my husband, I love my wife." It has a scripture uh, at the the bottom, and uh, we, me and my wife, wear these shirts sometimes, and we get stopped. I mean, if we in a hurry, like in the grocery store, we cannot wear this shirt because we're gonna get stopped. I know at least if I'm in Walmart, I'm gonna get stopped somewhere. Sometimes as many as ten times, just by people admiring it and saying, "Hey, man, I appreciate that shirt. I like that shirt, or whatever." And it's a, it's a strong witness to it. So we're going to make those shirts available to you. Those of you that are in other cities and uh, some are on that are in other states, I think we have three or four different states represented on this line today. And that's, that's amazing. Thank God for technology. But you will be able to get them um, through our website. And uh, those that are here in Houston, of course, you can get them at the church. Uh, we will be ordering ordering them our first uh, batch of them uh, probably in the next week or two. So if you want to pre-order, uh, the shirts are going to be $20 because we're ordering them in small quantities. They'll be $20 a piece and then uh, $40 for the couple. You know, I love my wife. I love my husband. So is that something you're interested in? Uh, please go to our website, and uh, it, it should be up within a day or two. And if you're at the church, just uh, sign up for it, and you can prepay Brother Courtney uh, for it. God bless you guys. We love you all. We're praying for you all. Uh, as a matter of fact, we pray for you all every Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m. We pray for each couple on the marriage call. So um, our, our prayer team does. So just know that you have somebody praying for you, pulling for you. Um, we believe in you, believe in your marriage, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. God bless you.